0: chapter 2, verse 25 and 26. I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for He is at my right hand, that I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart rejoiced, and my tongue was glad, moreover my flesh will also rest in hope. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to H.O.R. 421 show, and this is your host, J.D. Man, I hope everybody's doing good today. I know I am a little bummed out over things, but other than that, I'm good. You know, it's, it's life. You know, and I think if we're honest with ourselves, we'll be a we'll be able to be honest with others, and we'll be especially be honest with God. That's what it's all about: it's being honest, being truthful. And uh, you know, it, get a little personal today, and uh, it's not a testimony that happened years ago. This is something here recently that I've been going through. Lord's been teaching me on being content, not with just the material things that I've got, but with everything in my life, what he's placed in my life, uh, what he's bringing into my life. You know, he, he, you get anxious, you get excited. And, you know, my, my whole life growing up, I've always had high expectations of everything. I mean, if you, you told me we're gonna do this, let's just go at it, you know, let's let's make it happen. And um uh, and I'm finding out, you know, well, I've always known, just been a little impatient, that the Lord's plan is not my plan. You know, his thoughts are not my thoughts, his ways are not my ways. Yeah, that's where the Lord's taking you. But first you gotta start. You you he's gotta you gotta earn his trust. And he's, he's got to know that he could trust you because you read out through the whole Bible, you know, he, he done things for people. And then all of a sudden they turn their backs on him and then he get angry, you know, and it, you know, he's, he's our God. He's our creator. I mean, he sacrificed his only son for us that we would have eternal salvation with him. And to have that fear of the Lord in us, that's what it's all about. And what he's been dealing with me, I was in, let's see, Genesis, uh, chapter 29, uh, 17, you know, and everybody knows the story of, uh, Jacob and Esau, you know, and Jacob, you know, lied and stole his, uh, inheritance, you know, and then, so on and so on about that. You know, that's preached a lot behind the pulpit. It's been testified a lot, but what you don't hear is a lot of, a lot of the stories about when he went uh, to his family and, um, let's see, let's see with pull up his scripture, you know, talking about how Laban had two daughters, you know, and, uh, the eldest was Leah and the uh, youngest was Rachel and how Jacob was fixated on Rachel. You know, he loved Rachel. That's what the Bible says. And that's who he wanted. But knowing God's plan and what God sees down the future, you don't see and God's telling you that you've got a, you got a purpose in life and there's something you need to learn. And that's what God's teaching me is contentment. And what I want to talk to you about is my testimony about dealing with contentment and how I'm not content. You know, I just want to go, go, go get things done. But the Lord's telling me to relax, sit down. Uh, and I want to focus more on Leah, you know, Laban's oldest daughter, you know, she was, uh, she wasn't beautiful like Rachel. She was fair in the eyes, you know, meaning she was, She wasn't a really good-looking girl. She didn't have a lot of pizzazz, I guess you want to call it that. But, um, But if Jacob had realized at the beginning that Leah was the one, I mean, he ended up with Rachel too, and that's what God's trying to teach you or teach me is that, yeah, you'll end up with the bigger picture. You know, uh, you'll end up with that, but you must have to first start off with the Leah's in your life first. They may not look all glamorous. They may be ugly. They, uh, they may not be beautiful. You know, they may not have the qualities that you see in a, in a person or something. And to my experience right now, it's dealing with my experience. You know, I started this podcast up and, uh, Had super high expectations, you know. I'm in the fourth, or I think I'm in the fourth episode now of it, and starting to get bummed out. And you hear a lot of you hear a lot of tutorials on it, you know. Usually around the fifth or tenth episode, you know, the person that's doing the podcast really starts to struggle, and you start to kind of look down, and you ain't found your niche in the, uh, you know, where it's going. Because see, the Lord had told me. These are things that I want you to do with the podcast, and that's why I call it the show. And uh, one of them is to deal with testimonies. Well, life happens. You know, I, I scheduled a couple people to do the interviews, and life happens. Lord knows it. I don't hold nothing against nobody, but be truthful, it's a bummer. I had high expectations, and people don't. And I'm like, you know, the devil's sitting on my shoulder, and he's telling me, oh, they're doing this because this, 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 that they don't want to do it. And you know the voice of God, and you know that's not true. But it takes a toll on your body. And knowing the scriptures that sin does not have dominion over me, I'm not under that law. I'm under grace. And through grace, I have all this strength through God, the body of armor, you know, the armor of God, and just a mountain, the scriptures saying that God's got my back. He has me in the palm of his hands. And, but still, it still takes a toll on you. And I wanted to find out Lord's teacher. I not find out. I wanted to, I want to know, I want to see the Leah's in my life, you know, the things before me. And I don't want to get, I want to get excited about it, but I also want to be a good steward of what God's placed in me. You know, I'm not a preacher. Uh, but you know, we're all called to minister to Christ, you know, cause when Christ did look at Peter and he says, do you love me? And he, and he kept telling him, Peter kept getting upset. he said, you know, I do. He said, well, feed my sheep. And that's what Christ has been telling me, you know, in this podcast is James feed my sheep. And that's part of the show. It's going to be, you know, and I've got all these ideas about what I want to do with it and where I want to go with it. And, um, And the Lord said, no, that's great. That's good. That's good. But you got to first deal with the Leah's in your life. The Leah's in your life are the foundations. It's the word of God. It's, it's the chief cornerstone. God is that Leah in our life. You know, first you got to deal with, you got to pack your cross, you know, and then eventually you'll end up with the Rachel's. You'll end up with, you know, I don't put myself up with you know these people that do the podcast that has been doing them for years you know but you do take points from them and you look at you know what they do and how they do it and you try to put it into your show and you know and then you're like well this would be a good idea but lord's telling me james to be simple right now because beauty's going to come soon Um, uh, you know knowing the story of if you know the story of leo and Rachel, Leah was blessed by God and bared Jacob many sons. And and I believe if Jacob had seen that at the beginning, what would his life be? And I don't want to miss that. I want to see the Leah's in my life. I want to see what God's got me first. And then, boom, I want to take it. Because when I played guitar, when I first started off, I didn't have YouTube. I didn't have the Internet. I had old cassette tapes. and my mom wouldn't going to church nobody in the house was going to church at the time when I got saved but one of my neighbors would give me a guitar and she felt pressed to give me a guitar and let me play it and then um and I would sit down in the bed at night lights turned off and i I would play constantly constantly play 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 and I put those cassette tapes in and I would play consistently every time that I had a chance and you know, I'm I'm not the best in the world, but I do fare myself being pretty good at it. But you got to have some type of confidence, or you're not going to be able to get up on stage. And the Lord's really blessed me with it. I played with some, you know, some of the people that I felt in my life that phenomenal guitar players that I felt that really that had it, that knew it, and the Lord's allowed me to play with, you know, play with um, some people in, in music, and then. He's took me a lot of places, you know, I, I've been on, um, I've been on a televised program several times. I played in a church it was televised, you know, uh, you know, everybody's like, well, it's just, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's being on stage, and been able to play in front of people and, and there's somewhat entertainment to it. And, <clears throat> and that, that was a big accomplishment for me. And I've been on a CD, I've been on a couple CD's you know, not named for myself, but just playing on, uh, filling in for um, like a studio-style guitar player. And and I would hear it, and I was like, oh, that's me playing, you know, and it makes me pretty excited. That's great and all of it and all that, but the Lord wants to show you the simplicity of life first before you can get to that point. And it took me a long time to get to that point because when I first got saved, like I said, I started with the guitar, I'd play it, and I pack it to church, and I would sit on the front pew, and I would watch everybody else play, and I wouldn't play loud enough, just <clears throat> just enough to where I can hear and keep in tune, uh, keep in rhythm with the other players on church, and uh, in a month's time, I was on stage playing with the rest of them, and then from that time, then I, I would go, and i get called for funerals, to play at funerals, and and uh it just progressed as the years went on and then uh I did a small uh it wasn't what you call a big tour it was just you know a you know a local musician i played with was her name was Luana Blevins you guys check her out she's awesome she had a she had a hit um uh, with the gospel with her gospel album help me hold on and it was a rewrite of old Travis Tritt and my best friend I consider her a best friend. Uh, Russell Gilbert wrote the song and she published it and it went number two in the nation. And I got to travel with her doing that. And, uh, that's a, another highlight, but those are Rachel's in my life. And, uh, but it, I do, I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I do. I, I go in it. You give me, you put a hammer in my hand, you put a shovel in my hand. I'm going to go and, I'm going to go at it full force, just who I am. And the Lord knows that, but the, you know, the Lord's also too, he said, there's a time and place for that. And the Lord's teaching me right now. There's a time and place. And right now I need to be content. And, you know, I desire the prayers of the people that's listening. I desire, you know, this podcast to take off and, you know, the Lord fill my mouth with the words from him, you know, because his word is a testimony. His word alone testifies of what he could do for us, what he's done for me, where he can take you. His power, his power is real. He, he, that's a testimony. I meant the first church. I meant walked across the desert, and didn't have to replace their shoes. I meant God made water come out of rock for him. He separated the seas for him. That alone, is a testimony in itself. You know, he hung the moon and the stars. You look up every day, and you're like, we got a testimony right in front of our eyes. You look at that moon, and you look at that sun, and all the stars before us, that's a testimony. It's amazing. And this is probably won't be a really long podcast. You know, I'm still new at this. You know, I didn't really... When I was in church that first time before I walked away, Lord kept me at bay a lot I mean because oh Lord I got this testimony I I, I feel this inside of me and he's, he's telling me James it's not time yet I'm like man come on I really want to do this no then I'd try it and I would fumble and um, and the Lord says you're, you know you're doing it in your flesh I want you to do it in my testimony I want you to do it in my word. I want you to, when you do do it, it's going to be backed up with the word of God. And, uh, and then it's, it's, it's like, it's like everything in the Bible. There's a time and a place for everything. We're coming up Christmas. You know, it was a time that Jesus had to be born. There's a time that he had to be raised for 30 some odd years. And then there was a time that he had to die on a cross. And there's a time that he's coming back for us. And if you're not saved, and if you don't know the Lord, I impress you, please. I don't care where you're at. You're on the side of the road. You're driving in your car. All you have to do is say, Lord, forgive me. I'm sorry. Try them out. What's it going to hurt? I mean, i mean, be honest. I don't care if you're as Gnostic, atheist. Um, I, I don't care if you, if you. Because I know in my heart that same pull that I had, you're feeling it too. I don't care if you're homosexual, I don't care if you're transgender lbGQ whatever you want to call it. you know in your heart what's right and what's wrong. you know the yeses and you know the noes. and nobody has to tell you and when you know and and I know personally when God when that come up on me you're like you you get upset because Lord this is who I am. No, it's not. God wants to show you what he made you. And see, and that's our problem with society is, yeah, I'm a little anxious and, and I, I'm a go-getter. Duh, 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 duh. But God said there's so much more in you, James, than you realize. If you would just apply yourself, be content, relax, and let him do the work. Because it's not our ways. It's his ways. It's not our will. It's his will. It's his will. And that's what he's teaching me. And and I thank God for it. Yeah, it's it's a little personal. It's just something recently I've been going through and and um it's a testimony. And uh if you if you're listening and you know somebody that that has a has a testimony or you have a testimony. And you want to share it, I'm giving you the opportunity in the platform to do it. You know, contact me through my email, and I'll give it to you here in a little bit. But you can contact me on Facebook or on Twitter um, and say, hey, I'd like to share my testimony, and we'll get up, and uh, we'll take it from there. And I'll, you know, and then, boom, we'll make it happen, because that's what God wants you to do. He wants you to feed his sheep. Now. And I'll be honest with you. When you give your testimony, that gives God the glory. And what happens is when you give God the glory, he draws all men to him. We got to first do what he has called us to do, and that is to draw all men. That's what he, I mean, I'm sorry. Excuse me. We're to give our testimony, we're to give his testimony, what he's done, and he'll do the rest of it. Because nobody can come to him unless the Spirit draws. It's not us. All we to do is present the Word of God, and the Word of God is a testimony. And I've always said in my life that like the apostles and like Genesis through Revelation, you have a part in this book. Your story, may you might not be in the, the original Gospels of the Bible, but there's a story, and if your story was to be told, what would it be told? How would it be told? And uh, and that's what I want in my life. I want to be an example of what Christ is, who he is. Because when Christ looked at the apostles and he had said, he looked at them and he says, when you see me, you see the Father. Well, when you guys see me, you see Jesus. And when you see Jesus, you see the Father. And that's what I want. I truly, I'm at, I've always known that scripture, but this last go around when I truly walked away from Lord went, I mean, I went off in left field and it really made a profound, uh, it was a profound message in my life about God, people seeing Jesus in me and seeing God in me. I truly understand it when he sat there and he told him that because That's what he wants. It's his testimony. It's his will. And I thank God for it. And I I thank you for the ones that do listen, the ones that do hear. Uh, And, you know, and I've said it in in the other podcast, it'll eventually, I'll get better and I'll find my niche. And, uh, but, you know, I I do thank you guys for taking the time, the ones that do listen. Uh, It's going to be slow. And you never know. This might be the, this might be the podcast to kick it off, and it might not be. And I struggled with it, too, this this week because I was like, Lord, I don't know what to say. And he's like, tell them what you've been going through today. And this is what I've been going through today. So there's somebody out there I do know that's going through the same struggle that you know been through it because one thing we all have in common, and I always say, is we all have a testimony in Christ. We all go through different walks. But we all have that testimony in in Christ. Uh, You guys can find me on uh, Facebook, HOR four twenty one show, and you can also find me at uh, on Twitter at HOR four twenty one ministry. Uh, I'm on Twitter, and uh, I'm not real big on those, you know. Lord, it's kind of, but I'm using it for more of a platform to, uh, you know, to bring out the podcast and you know, as far as that goes. And, uh, and if you guys feel impressed to, uh, help me out with the show, as far as finances go, that'd be great. Uh, you can find that information on the Facebook page. You can find it on the Twitter page. Uh, I am through PayPal and that's all, that's all I'm set up through yet. I've been praying about doing a Patreon page, but I don't know yet if that's where the Lord wants me to go. And if I do, I do. And I'll let you guys know. But, um, you can find me at a uh, h o r four twenty one uh, hand of refuge ministry at gmail dot com. Um. Uh, so I mean, and if if you have a, if you just want to share anything, you want to give me some insight, that'll be great. A little bit helps. And um, uh, I think I'm about twenty twenty some minutes into the podcast, but um, I don't know. <laughs> It, it, God is wonderful. He's good. He he really is. And I'm excited to see where this is going to go. If it just reaches the few people, you know, the Lord says heaven, heaven itself rejoices over one, one sinner that gets saved. And I'd be just be truthful. If I helped just one person, one person in my life. Yeah. I want to, I want to help a million people, but if I can just help one person in my life, I've done so much sin in my life that it's just, it's, it's unreal. The, the sins of my youth, the sins of my path are so great. You know, a lot of people's like, well, I've done some horrible things. You know, we all have, you know, sin, sin. I don't care if you go out and murder 20 people or if you talk about somebody sin, sin, it's the depth of sin in which a person goes into I have to live myself in a box, literally like this studio here. Uh, I have to. I have to be careful what I say, where I go, what I do, because of my past, the things that I have done. And a lot of people don't understand that. And and I look at those people, and I'm like, wow. It, it must be nice not to be able to live in a box, because I look at them, and I'm like, that's wonderful. But I made mistakes. And mistakes has hurt me physically and mentally. You know, I still deal with the battle with my mental condition. I've never been diagnosed. I don't, don't feel like going to a doctor and say that, but I do. I deal with a lot of uh, traumatic stuff that's happened to me in the past. Um, You know, like I, I told in my testimony, I dealt with uh, at an early age, I dealt with, uh, I knew what lust was. I knew what that spirit of lust was. And, uh, and at the age of five, who, who should have to go through that? You know, and I was just recently talking to somebody about it because my whole life, I wanted to share that. I wanted to tell that. And I couldn't do it until here just recently. And devil beat me up for it. You know, he's telling me, oh, no, no, they're going to think this. They're going to think that. But if the truth known, if people can hear our own thoughts, what would they hear? So be honest with yourself, because if you can be honest with yourself, God can be honest with you, and you can be honest with God. And then when you do go out and you do minister, you do, you you'll be productive in your walk with God. And that's what, like I said, that's what it's all about. Um, keep me in prayer. I love you guys. This is this is. This is <laughs> I I will be honest with you. I don't want to. I don't want to end it, you know, because I'm sitting here. And it's still that that's a testimony in itself that I'm I'm sitting here holding a conversation and it warms warns me inside greatly that the the Lord has placed this stewardship in my life for me to do this so like I said if it helps you I'm wonderful and uh, if you're not saved give God a try I'll be honest with you, it's worth it. It It's totally worth it. And if you don't change overnight, I promise you, I promise you from the bottom of my heart, you will change. Things will look better. Because even as a Christian, I still dealt with my past. I still dealt with all the, the crap and the crud that I had to go through in life. But the salvation and the mercy of the Lord was upon me. And uh, that is what it is. Thank you, everybody. You're listening to HOR421. This is your host, JD. May God be with you all. May your path be straight. May it be lit up by his grace.